Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. I am your host, Inez Bai, health and mindset coach. And today I'm going to be doing the last episode for 2020. And it's going to be a little wrap up and reflection of how my year went, what the highs were, what the lows were, what the challenges were, and what I'm excited for 2021. So I guess we can just dive straight into this. And firstly, before we start, I just want to say a massive thank you to each of you that have been listening to the podcast every single week that have been leaving your reviews. It helps support the podcast so much. Like obviously I provide this content completely for free in order to have a positive impact upon, you know, mindset, mental health, body image, relationship with food, and just your lifestyle as well. So any support that you can give me through sharing it with your friends, sharing it on your Instagram stories, leaving a review, following me, whatever it is, that really, really helps support the podcast. So thank you so much. And I'm excited for next year. I'm really thinking about the direction that I want the podcast to go, having a think about what new guests I would like to interview on the show as well. So if you ever have any suggestions, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I make this podcast, like I said, for you. And I always want to make sure it's as helpful for you as possible. So any feedback that you have or suggestions for guests or topics you'd like me to cover just send me a dm on instagram if you aren't following me already and as by it's always linked in the show notes as well so go and check it out but let's get started 2020 what a wild year like the person that i was when i entered 2020 and the way that i'm finishing the year and exiting 2020 i guess you could say just feels like completely different people like I feel like I have let go and shed so many layers that I've just turned into 10 different people throughout the course of the entire year and that is really a testament to all of the work that I do on myself the constant personal development doing coaching um, going to therapy and you know running a business as well constantly requires you to pivot and to change and to learn more about yourself so that you can make sure that you're always showing up and offering the best service out into the world as well so it has been a huge year of just like learning becoming my more authentic self of abundance of growth of just so many things and and there's obviously been you know quite a few lows and struggles in between all of that so I'm excited to share all of that with you. I was having a little bit of a think about how I wanted to run this episode and last year I did one where I spoke about three highs and lows in like I think business uh, personal and health or something like that and this year I thought it would be kind of cool to go through the year chronologically and give you a little bit of an insider peek as to how my life went what happened um, and to give you some lessons from that like I absolutely love hearing from people's like behind the scenes of their life like I guess I'm just really nosy but I also get a lot of inspiration and a lot of like wisdom from people's lived experience so I'm going to open the doors and let you in on my life and just share with you everything that happened so let's start at January 2020 we started the year with a bang and by bang I mean a breakup with a long-term relationship as you may have heard me speak about and that really (laughs) knocked me out to be honest breakups are incredibly exhausting and it's a huge huge amount of emotional stuff that you need to work through and it was really challenging and also it was truly the catalyst for me taking care of myself of learning how to be more vulnerable with people other than just my partner of understanding 
maybe not so healthy relationship patterns that I had formed. And I could only really see that and learn those lessons from the outside of it. And being someone that has been like, I've been doing heaps of research on uh, the attachment theory, which has literally changed my life. I've spoken about this in a couple of episodes already before, but I re- that was when the first time that I actually did the quiz and I understood that I was someone that was anxiously attached. So, you know, really wants to be close to people. And if I feel threatened, then I'll, then I'll, I used to go very much into this like defensive mode. Oh, there goes my little reminder to take out the bins because I always forget. Lol, BTS for you there again. Um, yeah, so basically if you're anxiously attached, it means that if you ever feel threatened, you go into like defensive protest mode. And so you just get really like narky at that person rather than actually communicating your needs because you feel like if you're vulnerable with that person and tell them what you need, then you're more likely to be rejected. And so... It was really a huge process of understanding that that's what I'd been doing my whole life. And I really needed to be in a position of, not that you ever need to be in pain or that you need to break down in order to have a breakthrough. But obviously, if you're just cruising along in any sort of situation, whether it be a job or a relationship or whatever, and there's no real need for you to change that. And the need comes from being uncomfortable. Like if things are feeling okay and they're feeling fine, then sometimes you just roll with it. But it's not until something like, you know, sometimes dramatic happens that puts you into an uncomfortable position that you're forced to deal with your shadows or forced to deal with behaviors that weren't so healthy or things that you kind of just like swept under the rug because things were quote unquote fine, right? Or they were good enough. Or we sometimes get really, especially as women fall into the trap of feeling like we should be grateful for things, even though like they aren't necessarily serving us. And one thing I can tell you that I've absolutely learned this year is that you can be grateful for something and also know it's time to close that chapter and let it go. And you can be grateful for something and also want more without needing to justify it. Like you are allowed to want more and you're allowed to leave something, even if it's going to be painful, even if it feels like it should be good enough don't stay in something just because you think you should be grateful for it like that is not a way to live your life be grateful and simultaneously also know that you can ask for more and that you deserve more as well and if you have a craving for more that craving is within you for a reason so yeah I mean I'm sure whoever is listening to this has been through some sort of breakup or heartbreak whether it be you know with a partner or with someone that you may have lost or a pet that you may have lost even like you know of course that's going to be painful and so often we can feel like we should be avoiding it or if we're going through heartbreak or we've ended a relationship then we failed but that's not the case at all and it took me a while to kind of rebuild my confidence after that and to get used to being on my own but it really gave me the opportunity and definitely did not feel like an opportunity at the time but it gave me the opportunity to get comfortable with being alone with being my own best friend and you you know, I read heaps of books, like my favorites were reading um, Slumflowers, What a Time to Be Alone. Um, but her, so it's Slumflower is her Instagram name. If you can go and follow her on Instagram, her, her author, like her actual name is Chidera Egu. And she wrote a book called What a Time to Be Alone. And that book literally like got me through my breakup. It, it's incredible. I still have the hard copy here and I still refer to it all the time. And one of the standout quotes from there that I read, and I remember one afternoon taking myself to the beach and I was feeling a bit low about, you know, not, not feeling feeling certain about where my place was in the world because when you have a breakup you're so used to talking to that person all the time or always having that person to call when something's going well or something's not going well or knowing what to do on a Sunday afternoon because you always have that one person to then being single and it takes a while kind of for your friends to realize that like you're free or you're available or 
I don't know, it's kind of a weird thing to just kind of be settled again into being your own person. And it's not that you can't be your own person when you're in a relationship, but it's just a different feeling. And I remember one afternoon, like taking myself down to the beach and feeling a little bit uncertain about just going alone and not having anyone to be with. And was I doing the right thing and really being stuck in a feeling of like self-doubt. And I remember reading this book, um, What a Time to Be Alone. And, you know, I feel like a quote just hits us sometimes and we may have heard it a million times before, but we read it just in the right moment at the right place at the right time. And the quote was, no time spent by yourself is ever wasted. And that's really been my mantra for 2020 of giving myself the ability to really be comfortable in my own space of being able to wake up on a Saturday morning and be like, oh, isn't it just incredible that I can do anything that I want to do, that I can go and eat my favorite food, that I can lie in bed and watch whatever I want without anyone wanting to talk to me, that I can just like order in food. Like that was, these were all experiences that I really hadn't had before because I was not used to being on my own at all. I was so used to being, you know, quite codependent or relying on someone else to help me to make decisions. And so for the first time in my life, I was like taking myself out on dates. I I literally never ordered Uber Eats by myself for myself. And it was just a real big um, step of self-awareness of being like, wow, I've never done that by myself because I'm waiting for someone else to give me permission to do that. And then being able to give myself permission to do that. And so now I feel like I'm in this really abundant place where regardless of what happens, I know I always have my back and I know that I'm always comfortable in spending time on my own. And that was kind of a spiky lesson to learn. And it was difficult at first because I felt really uncertain, like I said, about where my place was in the world. But on the other end of that, it meant that I was coming at life from feeling abundant in the sense that I wasn't constantly trying to fill the void of being scared of spending time by myself and instead I was like I can spend time by myself so whatever I do give my energy towards better be something that's adding to my already full existence off the back of this breakup as well and all of the lessons that it taught me I ended up moving out into this place that I'm currently still living in and I absolutely love it I've spoken about as well on this podcast how I was looking for a new place to live and really thinking about where my next place was to live and I remember visiting a few houses and when I walked into the few of the houses, there was a lot of like, yeah, like I could do it. Like I could see myself living here. And this place that I am living in now, I really had no intention of living in this suburb, but I walked into the house and there was just something about the energy and the vibe. And I just, it was like a yes. And I just didn't hold myself back. I didn't feel worried about whether or not the, you know, the housemates liked me or I didn't over question it. I was just like, yep, this is where I want to live. And lo and behold, they accepted me, you know, even though they had lots of interviews. Yes, that's a humble brag that they chose me. It's nice to feel like the chosen one, of course. And um, I've been living here every, ever since February and it's just been amazing. I've absolutely loved it. I've gotten the opportunity to move rooms as well so that I'm in the master bedroom because, you know, big enjoyment is what my life is all about. And that's just been a really big milestone for me too because I have lived out of home since I was 19, basically, um, with a few breaks back at home. But I've never felt really like fully settled or I've never really stayed somewhere for longer than like eight months or probably about a year. Um, and this place, I can really see myself staying here until probably, you know, for over a year. So it feels really nice to be actually super settled and super grounded and really just comfortable in where I'm living and just having made that decision by myself and having done the move all by myself just felt really really good and it was the first time that I ever moved actually no the second time that I ever moved into a house with um randoms as well but 
the the last time I moved into the house with randoms, it was very much a decision that I kind of like made with my partner and my parents at the time. I was like, do you guys think this is good? Whereas this time it just felt really like independent and I felt such a strong connection to my intuition because obviously that's something I've been practicing and kind of run my whole life by now that I was just able to really take that action and take the leap all by myself. And, you know, being honest in January, I didn't have the biggest month with my business. Like I was still serving clients and I was still earning money but with the breakup I just found it really hard to put myself out there to keep promoting myself to show up on Instagram I was just exhausted from all of like you know just the change in my life and dealing with lots of emotions and just everything like that so inevitably I had a bit of a slower month in January and so moving out off the back of that felt really edgy in the sense that like on the edge of my comfort zone. However, I signed up to it. I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to like make it work or, you know, how I was going to be able to afford it all or whatever. But I just didn't let those details hold me back. And I feel like so often when we want to make a decision and we feel like something is like, yes, I'm excited for this. This is exciting. Like I'm keen, whatever. Then we start to think, well, how am I going to afford it? Or how am I going to figure it out? Or how long am I going to be there for? Or trying to get all of the details. And the truth is that needing to know all the details is just your ego keeping you playing small. It's not actually beneficial for you to know more details. You already know what the answer is. So take the leap of faith and just trust that you are going to make it work because spoiler alert, you always have. And also communicate to the universe that you're ready for more, that you are taking a leap and you're trusting and surrender and you want to to be caught because you always will be like you always always will be and that definitely happened with me moving out literally in February my business like doubled I had a huge influx of clients coming in for February which is awesome and you know that's part of running a business and that's why I've gotten so comfortable with uncertainty because running a business means that you never truly know what your income is going to look like for the month and that used to be something that I would really let myself get stressed out about whereas now I'm like well who knows it could be triple as much this month like you know that uncertainty used to be something I was so scared of because I wasn't self-aware about my perspective on it and I let my ego run the show whereas now I've rewired my beliefs and I know that uncertainty means that I'm going to get something I never have before because I don't know what it is and I've trained myself to be excited and to welcome in uncertainty because that means that like I said I'm going to get something that I don't know about because that's what uncertainty is it's what you are something that you are uncertain about and yeah it paid off like and I, I really didn't know at the time and it really paid off and ever since I've moved here I've had such a consistent flow and growth with my business which has been incredible and something that I would never have probably predicted and you know up I've been running when I moved in in February I'd been running my business for just under two years so it would have been two years in May and that first 18 months of the business was just so full of me feeling really nervous all the time and me having a crippling fear of failure and then going to you know having my little mental health breakdown and not that it was little and going to the psychologist and constantly feeling like I was sharing the wrong thing or not being accepted on just really full of self-doubt and I would often think to myself like wow for someone that you know, has struggled with so much anxiety and self-doubt and just not feeling good enough. Why do I have such a burning desire to run this business? And I now know that it's because I have a story to share. Like my life will always be an example for others. And I'll always, whatever struggle that I go through will always be so that I can help others go through a similar struggle as well. Like I truly believe that my life is a vehicle for others to see how you can move through like doubt or at whatever level 
that it may come out. So anyway, so then February happened. Um, then we in March, at the end of March, obviously the pandemic hit and we were all ordered to stay at home. And I was really prepared for my business to go under. I don't even know, like at the time, obviously I a lot of my friends and family were like being made redundant or their work was being put on hold for ages. A lot of people were losing jobs around me. And I just had this really calm sense of like, you know what, if my business goes under, it'll just be for a couple of months. Cause obviously at the start of March, we didn't really know what it was going to look like. We thought, Oh, a couple of months, it'll be sweet. And yet here we are at the end of the year. And we're like, Whoa, anyway. And I just felt really like, um, detached from the failure of my business and I think there was a certain vibe of the world at the time that was like okay well it sucks that you've lost your job but we're all in this together and I kind of really felt like that as well um not that I wanted my business to fail of course I wanted to keep being able to serve my clients and I was so I'm so passionate about what I do like there is absolutely no doubt in that and I always will always be doing something I'll always be creating something along the lines of what I'm doing now but I just thought that like you know obviously coaching and it it just I, I just was not sure basically and so instead of having a cry about it and getting really attached to like it's gonna fail or something bad is gonna happen which we know that attachment is the reason why we suffer you know it can still be painful like it was still like not ideal but also I'm not going to get attached to it if it does fail I'll know what to do in the moment I had a little bit of money saved I was just like whatever I will figure it out and I I've spoken about this a little bit before but I just want to really drill this home that when we can completely surrender to any outcome and we can just totally let go then we can show up to our life or to our jobs or to our relationship just already feeling like okay with any single possibility and it's not that you're expecting yourself to fail but it's more just being okay with that and when you feel okay with failing and when you don't let it define what you do or who you are the way that you show up is actually so much more empowered and even now just as I'm talking about this you know I was I had such a crippling fear of failure in the first year of my business that it led to me like that's a big part of what I worked on in therapy with my psychologist And I feel like when COVID hit, I was very prepared to deal with that because I had done so much work on my mindset and, you know, with other coaches and, and I, and self-care and all, and just becoming really self-aware of that, that I felt really prepared to be able to deal with it. And so instead of focusing for me, what I really focused on was just being able to offer whatever I could to everyone in my community, you know, my, my podcast on the um, social on the social media, on Instagram to my clients and the gyms were closing. So I really had to pivot my business. And instead of focusing on like, oh my God, you know, am I getting enough likes on this po- on this post or am I doing the right thing? I just really looked inside my heart, my soul, my intuition. And I thought, what did I really need to know when I was feeling super uncertain? Like I just felt this real big opportunity to be a beacon of light and to be like an anchor when everyone else was feeling so uncertain. Because I guess a lot of people had not felt uncertain in their life before it to the extent that we did in March and not saying that I you know knew what it would be like to live in a pandemic but being someone that has run their own business since I was 19 and having never really had a consistent salary and never really knowing how many clients I was going to have a week or where they were going to come from and just really developing trust that more clients and more money was always coming to me I felt like I was at a really good place to be able to talk and offer advice and guidance on how to manage that uncertainty and how to deal with all of our emotions and stress and everything that was coming up and coming up to the forefront. 
And, you know, I think because I was so open and I was so not attached to what was going to happen, I really became open to more abundance. And I ended up celebrating, not well, celebrating, I guess we can say that three of my biggest months consecutively over the next, you know, June, July and August, which is so wild when I think about it, because I truly did not expect that to happen during COVID. And it was super exciting. Like I was so beyond grateful to get to be super busy, to get to be able to help people. I worked with so many women healing their relationship with food, especially because a lot of us were at home more often. And so it's easy to avoid our problems when we're not at home all the time and we just keep ourselves busy. But when we're stuck at home thinking with food around us all the time, it feels like everything just bubbles to the surface and we can feel really upset with ourselves or self-conscious or, you know, it was also a a big, um, a, a lot of my clients really needed help with how do I structure my day now that I'm working from home? And obviously that's something I've been doing for over two years now. So I was really prepared with lots of skills and tools to offer my clients and everyone on social media and my wider kind of community as well. So it just felt really, I felt like I was really able to offer so much to everyone around me. And that's probably a lesson and an experience I really didn't expect coming off the back of the pandemic. I was definitely upset by the fact that the gyms had to close and I was actually working part-time at the gym so when the gyms closed I like did lose a little bit of income so and was expecting to just like lose all my business and I just moved out right I could never have imagined the way that things worked out but being able to serve and being able to just offer what I could in the moment felt amazing and the universe did end up supporting me in that way by bringing me all of these amazing clients and incredible women that I got to work with and it was it was the best and a huge other kind of milestone for me was how much my business has changed this year when the gyms closed my business just very organically transformed into much more of mindset coaching and lifestyle coaching really which is what it is all now I literally only train one person for fitness because she is one of my longtime friends. So shout out to her. Um, but I love writing her programs. Um, but everyone else does mindset coaching with me, nutrition coaching with me, life coaching with me. And it's actually really hard for me to put what I do into a sort of label or into a box. But basically, I am helping people to uncover their self-limiting beliefs so that they can form new beliefs that actually align with their values and their purpose and their highest potential so that you don't have to be held back by the self-doubting thoughts that are in your head and it's so tricky I always I always bring this up but I just cannot say it enough with your own beliefs and I'm constantly uncovering beliefs within myself through coaching courses and therapists because it's so your beliefs are things that you just like assume to be true right you just like walk along the streets and you're like yeah the the grass is green and if you assume something to be true why would you even question it why would you think well is it green and is this green the same green as other people see and is this right and am I believing the right thing and do I want to believe does this serve me this belief like you don't think like that and that's what happens with so many beliefs that we have around money around our relationships around body image around um what else do I talk about like our lives essentially so being able to share that with a coach and having the time to really unpick them and unravel them and let go of them and create new beliefs in your life mean that then you are opening yourself up to new actions that you can take which is then going to give new results and create a new reality that you have intentionally created rather than just letting things happen on autopilot because you're like well this is how I've always done it so therefore this is how it always needs to be done like 
No, that's not the case at all. You can change things in any given moment. You're always able to create something new. So yeah, basically my entire business uh, transformed overnight and that also led to the um, birth of my program called The Peaceful Soul. So obviously I've been running my signature program, which is The Peaceful Body for over two years as well. And that's all about having a healthy relationship with food and your body and finding joy in movement and just living a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And then the next step from that was The Peaceful Soul, which was just really important during the peak of the um, COVID outbreak here in New South Wales and Australia, I guess, um, because so many people needed to work on their mindset. And what I found in a lot of my clients, while some really struggled with their relationship with food, most of my clients that were already working with me and had already made some progress towards their relationship with food started to realize how um, unimportant their body shape was when faced with bigger threats like uncertainty around their job or feeling really worried about the current state of affairs. So having tools to manage that was really important, which is why I created the Peaceful Soul to help my clients manage the feeling of uncertainty and be able to actually thrive in that situation and feel really calm and at peace within their soul and to make decisions from that place of intuition instead. So that was born. And that was being, that was also something that I was thinking about doing for like a year or so and I'm all about taking messy action but sometimes we do need to wait for the right opportunity and I just felt in my heart that that was the right time to do it and again I sold out that launch and it just went really well so you can hear how obviously this year has been one of the most uh the best in terms of income and clients and creativity with my business and whilst I was experiencing a lot of growth some I I learned a really hard lesson or not a hard lesson but like a shocking lesson that then gave me um, something to share and relay to my audience. So I was experiencing massive growth in terms of my income. I was making more money than I'd ever made before. Like I was making five figure months and it was just happening really consistently with such ease. I was in flow. And one week, all of a sudden, I started to feel really anxious and I couldn't put my finger on top of it, on top of it. I couldn't put my finger on it as to like why this was happening. I was because I was like, you know, I have enough money. I've got enough friends. Like I know what's happening. And obviously the state of the world was very uncertain. But this was like when we'd already had a few months to deal with it. And it just shocked me because I had always had this idea in my head that once I was making, you know, a over like a certain amount a month I would be happy and I would never feel anxious again or I wouldn't feel worried which is obviously a very naive way to think but sometimes we really need to go through the experience to realize again where our self-limiting beliefs are holding us back or are causing us to like to miss out on certain experiences so I remember having this real anxious feeling and having this big light bulb moment similar to when I was going through my struggles with body image that regardless of what my body looked like or how much money I was making I was still going to feel anxious I was still going to feel worried sad and upset and that it was all good it was all part of the experience and it was all creating the polarity in my life so that when I did feel peaceful I really knew what that felt like because obviously without feeling anxious you don't really understand what that feels like so I just want you to know as well that it's normal to feel these emotions even if you feel like you shouldn't be feeling like that You don't need to exactly know why you're feeling anxious all the time. Sometimes it's helpful to dig a little bit deeper. But for me, I just had this like big realization that regardless of what happens, what goal you hit, where you're at in your life, what's 
happening, you can, you will still feel these emotions. And it's actually a big lesson in emotional intelligence. Do I want to give this anxiety more energy than it needs? You know, do I need to define myself by this? Do I need to let it hold me back? And just really normalizing that experience for myself and knowing that it was okay. And obviously not resisting it either of kind of beating myself up of like, you know, you should be more grateful or you shouldn't be upset or what do you have to be worried about kind of thing. And really just allowing myself to feel that emotion, emotion, learning the lesson of like, oh, wow, okay, regardless of what happens, you're always going to feel these emotions. So instead of avoiding it or placing your happiness behind a goal, let's just continue to learn how to be emotionally intelligent and how to manage your emotions. Okay, I'm kind of losing track of like what I'm even talking about, but let's move on to something a little bit more in my personal life. And that was me kind of um, going through another relationship during I guess, um, COVID during like lockdown, I guess you could say it was a bit of a lockdown rello. And during that relationship, I was really presented with the chance to put into action a lot of the skills that I'd been working on from my past relationship and just through my own research of like anxiety and attachment theory so that I was feeling like I wasn't putting all of my eggs in one basket again, not becoming super, um, codependent on a person and I had done so much work in nurturing the friendships around me because what happens is when you're in a partnership you tend to become so like just really relaxed on that person you're like well you know I'll just always have this person so I don't need to put in as much effort with my other friendships or relationships and we don't do that consciously like we all want to be friends and have a group of friends and have a partner of course but we can sometimes just very subconsciously get lazy and just start to really rely on one person or our partner being there for us and when I came out of my relationship at the start of the year I really made an effort to start to be more vulnerable with with friendships around me because what I'd realized is that I had created again another self-limiting belief in my head that my friends weren't interested in hearing about my struggles or my business they only really wanted to like just talk and laugh with me and I created this belief in my head because I didn't want to be a burden to my friends and I didn't want to like you know talk about business to them when I felt like they were not running their own business so like you know what how would they be able to relate to it and what I can really like what I really can share with you is that you can always learn something from someone always if you're open and if you share it with them and especially people that you really trust like you don't need 10 you don't even need 10 friends like you just need like two or three people that you can really talk to that you can call up and just be like hey I just need your undivided attention for like 10 minutes whilst I talk about this I don't even need you to like fix anything or provide me with any solutions I just want you to hear me out and those people can like you know I have worked with so many therapists and coaches and courses and done so much personal development and yet sometimes the most profound things have come out of my best friend's mouth just at at such on such a whim when I'm just like whoa like that has just hit me that just hits different in a different way but I can only be open to that if I'm open as well and I really am the kind of person that I think projects quite a strong independent ambitious exterior but on the inside I'm a sensitive little soft bean like I am just I have so many emotions I cry all the time I'm constantly like just feeling all of the feels I'm an emotional gal and I've really learned to embrace that and open that and share that with other people 
And I was so worried that that was going to push people away or people would be burdened by me or they wouldn't be interested in what I had to say. When in reality, it makes the other friend feel closer towards you. It makes the connection grow deeper because you're both being vulnerable and you're both having a bit more of an equal energy exchange. Because of course, by my personality, I love people coming to me and talking to me about things and seeking advice and being open and vulnerable. But And yet here I was not offering the same to that other person because I'd created this self-limiting belief that it was a burden in my head. And that was actually limiting them from being able to create a deeper relationship and not having an so much of an equal relationship. So by doing that, it meant that whoever I was dating, I didn't rely on them solely to give my validation because I knew that regardless of what happened, I was always able to be caught by my friends. I was always able to have those people in my life. And that is so important to do. And you don't necessarily have to be single in order to nurture your friendships. You can do that right now. Like if you're someone that has been in a relationship for a long time and you're thinking, oh, maybe I do that. Like I hold back. I only am vulnerable with my partner or whatever it is. Think about someone that you've been meaning to text for a while and just shoot them a text or, you know, next time you're feeling upset by something, maybe call one of your friends and include them in your life as you would like to be included in their life as well. Like you be the person to take that first action step. So anyway, when I went through this sort of like situationship thing during COVID lockdown, it was really an opportunity for me to put into play all of the tools that I had learned around having secure relationships, noticing red flags, um, noticing green flags, things that I wanted, things that I didn't want. And, you know, to be honest, we kind of very quickly decided during lockdown, obviously, that we were going to be exclusive. And I think in any other situation, a relationship doesn't move that quickly normally. But because of the pandemic, obviously, we want to be safe and to not be dating other people so we kind of very quickly made that decision and even having that discussion earlier on in such a strange time in the world was like a real way for me to stand in my power and be like yep this is what I want anyway that relationship ended up having completely different values than what I actually wanted and so often in the past and I I don't think I've really spoken about this that much on the podcast but here we are spilling the tea have I stayed in relationships because I, again, I, I was like, well, it could be good or I should just work on it or we'll be able to figure it out. And there is definitely something to be said about working on relationships and f- trying to learn how to love each other in the way that they want to be loved. And sometimes you can just see and you can tell that there is something fundamentally not in alignment with the way that both of you perceive a relationship or a connection or whatever bond that you may have. And so for me to be able to recognize that and realize, okay, this is actually not serving me, especially as we moved out of like peak lockdown into like the real world and to be able to break it off before it became something that was toxic or that I was trying to make work or trying to fit like a square peg into a a round hole. Like that quote, I was watching the holiday the other day and that's what, um, Drew Barrymore says at the end, you know, and with her, it was like, why is she in love with this absolute fuck boy? If only she had seen all of the red flags earlier on and was able to just leave it rather than thinking and hoping maybe one day it would work out. And so for me to be able to do that was, again, such a reflection of the work that I've done on myself, the coaching that I've done and just, yeah, being able to just leave that and and let go of what didn't serve me. Whilst, of course, um, 
gave me my own challenges within in itself and of course you always question yourself but I just knew in my heart of hearts and my intuition and my body was telling me okay this isn't serving me and that's not to say that that person that I was with was a bad person or that I disliked them even it's just that we weren't in alignment and people are coming and going from your life all the time and that doesn't mean that it's a reflection of you or that no one wants to be around you or that you or that person is is a bad person it just means that you don't vibe together and that is truly truly okay and so around this same time, and this is probably one of my favorite milestones, I guess, for 2020, even amongst all of the success that I've experienced in my business, moving out, all of the lessons that I've learned. But 2020 was the year that I really owned my sexuality. I really, I guess, I came out, which is the term that we use. And like the, that phrase is so interesting because it's like so frustrating that we are straight until proven otherwise, when in reality, we know that sexuality is on such a scale and it's so much more fluid than just this binary straight or gay. But I came out and I owned it and it's been such an incredible journey. And I really know, like I often wish that I had come out earlier in my life and I guess I don't really know what I identify as like queer I, I go through everything but we'll just go with queer for now um and I think like I, I often thought like because I, I it wasn't something that I, I personally was ever confused about I always knew that I was queer but I was so uncomfortable and quite ashamed to share that with other people because I wasn't sure how I would be um, received or what people would think of me. Obviously, my business is my brand. It's my personal brand. So I was really worried about how it would affect my brand. And obviously, I know that that is not a reason to hide from anything. But I think what a lot of people don't realize about me is that, you know, I used to be really shy in high school. I have not always been this confident, like even the fact that I find it like a, a possible thing to do now to get on a podcast to share my stories on Instagram stories to be posting content all the time like I could never have imagined doing that when I was in high school because I was so shy I used to struggle so badly with social anxiety so it's just like incredible that I'm even at where I am and you know I struggled with um eating disorders I struggled with body dysmorphia I struggled with anxiety still do sometimes to this day obviously it's being managed and I'm in a really good place with it but to then try to add on coming out and owning your sexuality when it's something that's so against the grain it literally felt impossible and so even though I think often wow what would life have looked like if I wasn't like ashamed of that part of myself from earlier on because it was something that I knew from quite early on and even if you're listening to this right now I just want to validate you that if you didn't realize until later on in your life that you were gay queer lesbian whatever that's okay too. You, whatever time that you come out or you come to the realization is perfectly valid and normal. And you don't, your sexuality is not defined by who you've slept with or who you've dated or anything like that at all. It's defined by the way that you feel and your vibe with it. So let yourself just own that, like truly. And I really wanted to share this because I know it's not necessarily relevant to like the service that I offer. However, it is so relevant to being true to yourself which is really one of my core values and being able to share that with my friends with my platform with my family and have that accepted oh it was so scary like I literally like trying to tell my family and my friends initially was like the scariest thing that's ever happened and you know I still have situations to this day where I do where I feel like a little bit awkward or whatever correcting people when they ask me about my partner or you know anything like that or past partners or something like that because people just assume that you're straight um uh, yeah anyway um 
it was scary. It was really scary. And it was a lot of work that I had to do in therapy and with myself and to just get used to talking about it. And I've heard that there's been this whole thing about lots of people coming out in quarantine or lockdown because you had more time to think. So if you were one of those people, holler at me because I'm right there with you and now kind of going out into the real world and, um, you know, getting to be that new version of myself or that I guess that truer version of myself in public just is so freaking cool. So in a way, I'm grateful that it happened during lockdown, my like coming out because I was able to really get comfortable with it without having to be out in the world. And now I do get to be out in the world and I freaking love it. Like ask me anything. I'm, you know, I'm open. And I, I really wanted to share this because I think if I'd heard a podcast like this earlier on in my life, maybe I would have felt more comfortable sharing my sexuality or just owning it as well because if you don't declare it then you can't do anything about it and then you constantly feel like you're hiding and therefore you're not able to live truthfully you're not living authentically you feel like you're always hiding or pushing a piece of you away and now I really don't feel like at the moment that I'm hiding anything and obviously there are always going to be self-limiting beliefs that may pop up or other things that I want to work on but it just it feels so freaking liberating to just own that piece of myself and to not feel worried about it and yeah I just wanted to really share that and if you ever want to talk about your sexuality with me and you feel like you don't know who to talk to then send me a dm and i'd be more than happy to chat with you about it because i know that it can feel very isolating and quite scary but then on the other side of that like obviously sharing it with people that you feel safe is the most important piece you don't owe anyone an explanation or a coming out and obviously like you know if anyone's seen the happiest season um with dan levy and kirsten stewart or whatever her name is um he like Dan Levy does this amazing speech about how once you come out to someone like after you've said those words it, it's it changes you know like the, it's it's out there you can never take it back so obviously think carefully about it and also know that like there is no shame in who you are regardless of who you get to tell or how people respond to you you are made the way that you are and there is nothing wrong with that and you get to own that and no one else like can decide that for you but you so yeah that's been like the hugest journey for me this year and it just like again really showed me that I like thank god I've done so much work on myself because sharing a piece of you and standing in your power and being like really vulnerable god you need to make sure that you have the right tools and support at your disposal so I was just really grateful for all of the work that I'd done leading up to that point and next year I'm keen to get more involved in like the LGBTQIA plus community like sign me up I don't know if we're gonna have a Mardi Gras but we'll see what happens and I'm just like all about it here I am we're here and we're queer all right let's move on what else did I want to talk about oh yes another thing that I am so freaking proud of is becoming a Lululemon ambassador like this has been something and I just want to talk about this because I feel like so often we have goals and we're like why isn't it happening why isn't it working why is it taking for so long and I've been wanted to be I wanted to be a Lululemon ambassador since I was 19 since I walked into the store before the first day of my PT job when I was 19, setting up my own business. And now at the ripe age of 26, in the middle of this year, I got offered the ambassadorship. And like, obviously it's been a wild time to be the ambassador because so much has been different about the onboarding experience. However, I'm so grateful to have a team of people support me to be able to walk into the store and be greeted by everyone and to be like a household name amongst the Lululemon store. Like that feels freaking amazing. And I'm so excited for what I can put together. I'm really keen to create some sort of like networking events to, you know, 
give an opportunity for people to make friends that are like-minded and just make it really cool and interactive and fun and have some sort of panel discussion. Like that's kind of my vision that I want to do for next year. And I'm so freaking keen for that. And I'm just really want to celebrate that because I'm really, really proud of myself. It, it took work and it took effort and it took patience. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of the team. And if anyone from Lululemon is listening to this, I freaking love you. That's kind of the 2020 wrap up for me. I mean, I guess the only thing that I want to touch on as well is my like I'm really proud that I continued to invest in myself. I continued to, you know, see my psychologist so regularly. I continued to invest in my business. Like I invested more in my business this year than ever before, so there's definitely no surprised that I was also able to um, see that return on investment and same within my own personal growth like the more that I invest in myself the more that I know I'm worthy the more that I know about myself the more that I demand and I don't settle for any less than that as well so I'm just really proud of that because I think sometimes we can get along our personal development journey or just our own life and think, yeah, I'm good. or I'm just going to cruise for a bit. And like, that's okay. But also it's in those moments when we want to just like cruise and do nothing, when we can just take one extra little step where we then have those big breakthroughs where like we feel like, oh, maybe I, you know, maybe I don't really need to go to this course anymore. Or maybe I should like stop my subscription to this yoga studio, or maybe I should, you know, not like skip this week of psychology or whatever it might be it's when we just decide to go and show up anyway without needing to have the full like explanation as to why is when we normally get the most benefit of it and I've seen in my own clients how you know they continue to work with me normally my clients sign up for three months and then most of them will continue to work with me for like six months 12 months 18 months because you want to keep that momentum going and obviously a way to guarantee that is by having that container and the support that coaching and mentorship gives you and the long you work with someone the more they get to know you and you can keep building on that as well so I and I've seen that in my own life with my own coaches and therapists and everything like that like continuing to move forwards with it even if it feels like a little bit indulgent almost that's what it feels like to me I'm sometimes like do I really need this today and then I'll go and I'll have some huge kind of like breakthrough and I'm like wow like you know you don't need to always explain it because you just don't know what you don't know So for 2021, I'm calling in more creativity. I'm calling in abundance. I'm calling in like new opportunities, new adventures. I literally have barely any plans for the new year. I know that I want to probably move closer to the beach. I know that I want to go and do um, some holidays. I'd love to hire a van with my girlfriend and do some sort of like beachside van trip i want to do events with lululemon and i want to bring people together i want to go to a music festival fuck that would be freaking amazing um but you know what i don't really know obviously peaceful soul is launching in the middle of january so if you're interested in starting the year off with a bang and getting the right support in your mindset in your life and just so that you feel like the most confident resilient and strong version of you then dm me and i can give you the details to join but aside from that i just want to again emphasize how grateful i am for each and every one of you if you want to send me a message on instagram let me know what you thought about this episode i would love to hear from you and yeah this is it really merry christmas i mean i'm I'm releasing this after christmas but yeah i'm recording this on christmas eve and a happy new year i hope i wish you all of the best and i'm sending each and every one of you all of the strength all of the love all of the prosperity all of the freaking best vibes ever bye